Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. And yes, I do have batteries on the charger right now. I've got two Gen Zace batteries, 3S 8,000 milliamp hours ready to go into my Arma Mojave. You guys asked for it. I'm going to be bashing that today. Video to come. But I just wanted to stop while those batteries charge. It'll give me a little bit of time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got a frog in my throat doing that radio voice talking. <clears throat> there we go. Sorry. Sorry uh, if that was really loud in your uh, computer, speakers, headphones, car radios, wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, Doing that little intro, getting all gruff and stuff, it stirred something up. So, wow, what a week it's been. Um, The Traxxas Sledge was announced to much fanfare and much fighting amongst (laughs) the RC community uh, because, you know, nothing stirs up the rivalry like a new release from either Arma or Traxxas. And then, you know, the other side jumps in on both sides and, you know, stirs the pot. So it's always an interesting time when new releases come and people like to start to bicker about whether or not it's as good as something else that's already on the market. Um, I fall prey to it sometimes. I do. I'll, I'll admit. Sometimes it's something will come out and, you know, your first inclination is to be like isn't that already something like that out or um but yeah i think honestly i think the traction sledge looks pretty good i think it looks pretty durable um i think that traxxas is very good at marketing themselves and um i think that the price like most traxxas is set at a prax a traxxas pricing standard which tends to always be a little bit more above the rest of the competition. And that happens in every market you go into. Your Sony's versus your Samsung's versus your, you know, your LG versus your, um, wow, what was the one that we had? Um, <laughs> I'm blanking on it now when they first came out. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but a whole bunch of different, you know, options are out there by brands, and each brand puts a different value on the products. Parts, part of it's their name, part of it's the components that they use, and all of that is true as well within the RC community. So we shouldn't be surprised, and it's really not a big deal. So the price, though, however, of RCs just seems to be creeping up again. There was a time where uh, it felt like it was. You know, we were getting more offerings that were lower price, and um, there's just a lot of reasons that the market is being driven upward again. Um, so, from cost of products to price of living to minimum wage increases, all kinds of stuff that you know is reflected in price increases that just tend to happen. So, there's that as well. But it's eight hundred dollars for a one eight scale truggy, which is pretty high for a ready to run. Uh, and so, you know, they have a whole document out there that got floated onto the internet that gives all their, their reasoning. And some of it I buy, some of it I don't. Um, 
And some of it where they say, you know, you'd have to upgrade the competition and do all these things. Some of the pricing they use for those upgrades is a little bit strange. Um, and they actually, you know, they didn't bother to compare it to what would have been a, a similar price range vehicle that already has some of those upgrades that they're talking about adding to the Creighton. Like if you get the Talion and it already has upgrades and it has a 7075 chassis, and it's seven forty nine. They don't do that because it may not make their price look as good. But again, that's all marketing, guys. The the vehicle itself, regardless of price, looks pretty good to me. the The body clip system is stinking amazing. The way that the body goes on, um, the way that it pulls in and just you pat the back of it down and snaps into place, and yeah, super super cool. Uh, one one curious thing that I keep seeing in the videos is they put the front of the, the body over the bumper, um, which one doesn't protect the body and two, it just keeps getting jammed up and stuck behind the bumper. And so that's curious because in their pamphlet, they talk about how much research and development went into making this so strong and all these things. And I, I scratched my head thinking, well, how many times did you guys have to pull the front bumper, uh, back out from the body? Like, you you didn't make a change on that and that's just a small thing like that's annoying over time when you run it um so you know i don't know that i buy there how much development we went through versus what other company development goes through because of that simple glaring error uh in my opinion so and the same thing with the max with the the, the um the short arms and the wide arms uh, and how much it rolls. And that we even saw it when they unveiled it at, at Las Vegas and it was rolling all over the place. Um, so yeah. Um, all of that aside, it's taking a beating. Like it looks really good. One, the, the look of it is really good. Some people don't like the blue chassis. I think the blue chassis is actually really sharp. Um, I think that T bar is super cool that they chose to go because it gives you uh, multiple directions of stiffness um, and rigidity by doing it as a T like that. So that's really, really nice. Uh, I think the motor mount is cool. So for somebody like me that gets something like this, this isn't a vehicle I would spend a whole lot of time upgrading, honestly. Just like my Creighton and my other, you know, a lot of my other bashers, it's not something that I'm putting a whole lot of upgrade parts into Maybe RPM arms, kind of stuff like that. But that's the same way with the Stampede and stuff going back. My original one, um, I didn't do a whole lot of upgrading to them. I, I did do brushless eventually in the Stampede. But, I mean, arms and all that kind of stuff. I, I think I switched to RPM arms at one point And um, something else I've done with other, other vehicles along the way. But it's not... Uh, it's not something where I feel like I would probably have to change out the motor. And so in that way, for me, that motor mount is really cool with the support that it gives and all that. However, the flip side of that is the argument for the motor and what happens with the the Arma ones and all that. I've actually never had that happen where I've bounced it so hard that it, you know, it flipped on that and, and, and you know, ended up damaging anything. So... Um, I know that maybe that's also possible because people are upgrading their motors and putting bigger motors in and different things that have different weights and and all of that. That's probably a potential. You really will be 
hard pressed to get a bigger motor into this Traxxas sledge because of the way that it's mounted and the location of it in the front where you don't have room for the motor to, to go. It's going to, it's right up against like a steering post. Uh, so, um, yeah. So that being the case, it would be very easy as well for an Arma or any aftermarket person to make a little wedge that would screw in through the chassis and just be a support underneath the motor. So it wouldn't have that movement. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade to me that having that motor system like that is, is very cool. Uh, they have a new, uh, six ESC in it, which, you know, looks good. Not all the fans and stuff that they typically have on some of their other ones. So I'm, I'm curious how hot everything gets or if they, kind of over-engineered the the motor and the power system to not heat up too much, which is a good thing in my opinion because the fans on most of my other ones are all busted up uh, from bashing. So I like that it doesn't have all that extra stuff on it. And, uh, yeah, uh, overall, I think it looks like a win for them. Um, you know, people are going to pay 800 bucks for it. Uh, I hate that we're driving the prices up there on an eight scale Truggy. Um, but that's kind of where it's going. And I was quickly reminded that the fire team was 749 and it also has a 6061 aluminum chassis. Um, it has a, it does have the upgraded radio. It does have the extra servo for doing, you know, the, the brake and, and some other little things and, and doing a cage is always more expensive. That's why in the beginning the UDR and that costs more than, you know, something else uh, because of cage, you know, just doing that much cage work and how they have to be assembled and the body panels and all that put on versus just dropping the body on. It's more work and assembly and there's just there's, there's more cost involved with doing that. And so that's kind of where the I feel like it's niche, kind of like the the UDR where it's like super scaled out niche where it costs more than, um, say, like a Mojave where it doesn't have all that. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I feel like it's still, you know, when you're looking at $600 for a Creighton, $800 for a Traxxas, if the Traxxas can prove to be as durable as they claim, then it may be worth just because of the lack of repairs and part replacement and all that, it could be worth the extra. And so that's what I'm waiting to see and find out. So I'm not making any real judgment on it other than the cost does seem prohibitive for, you know, wanting to jump right at it. Uh, so that's it for me because I think other than that, I think it looks pretty awesome. Um, what else? Um, we've been working on stuff here like crazy. Uh, we, I mean me, CCXRC, I, I try, I, I don't know why I kind of make it seem like it's a multiple person thing when by saying we, but it's pretty much just me. Um, the boys do do some stuff, and they do help a little bit with some things. So I guess we is all right to say. But I've got a bunch of stuff in the hopper right now. Uh, we're working on the talk your face off build, trying to make that thing go faster, just chatting with other people involved in that. Got our uh, hat in the ring on some part um, that we're offering now, parts and stuff for the SCX24s. I'm really into the SCX24 game right now, guys. I am loving it. Um, and so I'm trying to also hang on, you know, cause like I'm, I still love the bashing and, and the 10 scale other stuff. Um, and, but there's definitely been a lot of talk in that around the SX 24s because I've been having so much fun with it through the winter here, but it's not, 
Um, it's not the only thing I'm still doing. So today, like I said, I'm taking out the Mojave. It's been on the shelf for a while. It's time it goes back out and gets a good run. So we're going to run it different. You know, I, I don't want to always just revert to using what I have next to my house as far as jumps and stuff. I, I'm going to be moving now that um, the weather's getting better. I'm going to be moving back out to hitting some different places and looking for new places locally to go. So for now, I'm going back to Bass Lake. It's really sandy and ruddy, and I think this will look really cool just kind of bumping through all that. Not real big air stuff, just kind of more thrashing it. And uh, I, I don't know. I feel like this is good for that anyway. The Mojave is just a really tough truck. Like, it's just insanely durable. And um, that's what I love about it. So uh, we're going to go give it a good beat down. Just uh, throwing it through sand and bouncing around and throwing dirt and having fun. Um, I had it out my original car. Been in the hobby now since April 5th, 2013. So almost nine years now uh going strong seven years of that on youtube and looking back it's so funny to see how little i knew about rcs and electronics and everything that goes into rc uh i know i still every once in a while struggle to keep up with the part names and all that kind of stuff uh because i, I don't have a car background or anything like that automotive um you know my dad was an art teacher and my mom was a school teacher and, you know, we raced bikes and we played hockey and we played basketball and soccer. And, you know, we were always busy and active, you know, um, rollerblading, both roller hockey and, uh, you know, aggressive inline skating and, uh, injuring ourselves those ways <laughs> for fun. But, uh, yeah, never really was a car guy. And so really my first, you know, the first RC that I broke, I basically, I've told people before, I, I gave it to my dad. I was about to head out of uh, the country for a work trip and said, can you take this back to where I bought it and have them fix it? Because, you know, they're all hobby grade. They sell parts for them and they have a repair bench. And I remember Joshua Williams gave my dad the part and told him, oh, he can fix it. <clears throat> like, he'll have no problem doing this. I only had the L wrenches at that point. So it was a real pain in the butt, but luckily, uh, Traxxas at the time, and th this is really going back to, you know, as I look at RCs now, when I talk about it, you know, Phillips head is good in the beginner trucks because I did not have drivers that were hex drivers and it would have been a pain in the butt to use the little L wrenches that come with these things to do the, the, the swap. It would have been brutal. Um, but because it was just Phillips head, uh, screwdriver, you know, I had no problem getting in there and using a little drill and, and different things, little electric screwdriver or even hand one and, uh, going to town, fixing it up and then taking it back out and running it actually for a while. After that first break, I hit a curb and I learned don't hit the curb. And, uh, <laughs> we were, we were pretty good from that point on with that car. Um, but I had that out the other day, and I had a blast. And it just took me back to, you know, um, as I've thought about the sledge and as i thought about RC and I've thought about my personal situation here currently, and um, I don't have as much work here in Michigan for me as I did in Virginia um, that I've found yet. I'm starting to find uh, a few people that I'm, I'm able to work with or for. 
But um, but for the most part, my freelance work that I've been doing, I'm a video producer, has kind of dried up. I, I did a lot of international video production um, and a lot of humanitarian stuff. But with COVID, all of that closed up. The borders all closed. They didn't want us coming in. They didn't, you know. Um, and so it it's really declined. And then I was still doing some stuff in the U.S. And I had some different people that would call me up to uh, fly different places and film and, and do some projects. And yeah, I, you know, now that I'm not there, I'm not, you know, front of mind as a, a contact to think about using. So it's been a little bit difficult as far as finding work. <clears throat> and the uh, the YouTube money used to just be um, fun money, basically. All of it was reinvested and a lot of other money on top of that. Now I'm wanting it to be where I, I want to have some of that YouTube money to help pay bills. And that means that I really have to drastically cut back how much money I spend out of the month on RC stuff. And right now it's, it's looking more like just trying to buy parts and smaller things and save up for some of the bigger things. So, uh, and that's reality. I mean, that's, that's cool. That's what a lot of people are dealing with. And that's part of when, when I saw the price of the, the sledge, I was like, okay, like I don't just have, you know, the YouTube money coming in that I'm just going to use to buy stuff and review it. Um, like I have to really decide, do I want this? And then also decide, you know, is it even necessary? Because I have success truggies. I have the outcast. I have the Italian. I have the Creighton. I have the Kaiju. So I already have a bunch that fit the same bill as this. And, uh, it was one of those things where I just kind of had this realization and I realized too, like, people that watch all the videos on YouTube, what message are they getting when I just constantly go out and buy the newest ones all the time? They understand that, you know, partly it's for YouTube and it's, it's that, you know, reviewing and whatever. And, but I'm not, I just felt this like guilt that I'm not upfront enough with people saying that, you know, I, I buy these because of YouTube I don't need them all and I shouldn't buy them all if it wasn't for the sake of doing reviews and helping people. My whole point in the whole since the beginning has been to show people the amount of fun that you can have in this hobby. And I still have so much fun in this hobby. And I don't know that it's always communicated that the fun almost starts to feel like it's the buying everything and making sure you have the most and and um, are, you know, the first to get everything in order to, in order for YouTube, for YouTube, for YouTube, you know, and that's our excuse for everything. And I just had this kind of realization, like, I want to be upfront about that. Like people don't need to buy every new RC that comes out. I know that there's a lot of want, but you know, and a lot of people are actually better about it than I am about selling things to get new things. Right. And so I haven't been selling my Kaiju or my others because I still want to keep showing that their options for people. And I want to pull them back out and run them and do videos. But, um, and which is something I'm actually working through right now is running through all the cars that, you know, basically not all of them are still out on the market, but, um, trying to do some of them that are still on the market, but show how much fun they are. Like you don't have to get the newest one. Like the Mojave has been out for a while, but it's still just so good that you, sh it's, it's up there with all these new ones. 
Um, but it doesn't get as much attention from everybody necessarily on YouTube because everybody's chasing the newest, the newest releases because those get the most views. And so it's not always the most fair comparison because, you know, what's, what's being shown and all the algorithms and everything are all of these new ones. And so we all feel like, well, what I have is old news. It's old hat now. But they're not. They're still capable of going out and having a super wicked good time with them. And, you know, having that moment where you just, you're not focused on everything else that's going on. You're not focused on, you know, where's my next gig going to come from, you know, for, for work uh, or or any of that. You're just out there running the car, having a blast and Usually, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's a frustrating day every once in a while. I don't have that many of them, even with RC. Even when I break something, I don't usually feel frustrated about it. Um, I uh, I still kind of laugh and think, man, that was wicked. So, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that you guys understand where I'm coming from with that because I just had this guilt hit and I'm still thinking about it and that's why I'm still bringing it up again in case somebody didn't see that video um, that I mentioned on, which was at the very end of the Gravedigger video, my first RC car, saying I had as much fun with this slower car as I have with some of the newer, bigger, better, faster cars. It's not necessarily because it's newer, bigger, better, faster that you have fun with it. And honestly, I can honestly tell you this. Honestly. It's almost less fun the more fun, the more that you get. Um, because of maintenance and because you get so much, you're overwhelmed by it all. And then all the batteries and the, everything gets so gro- so much that it feels like more work to even get out and do just, you know, the simple run. Whereas when I only had one or two cars, I was done. Those two batteries just went right back on the charger because I knew I was going to get out and run the next day or the day after. I just charged them right back up. Now I'm not sure what I'm going to run, what batteries I'm going to need. So that day I'm trying to decide and get them on or, you know, like right now I threw them on and I should be out and already running, but I wasn't sure yesterday what I was going to do. And it's not, it, I don't know, it's just grown. It's just not the same. And then, you know, you're trying to select and, or the, you know, you've got 10 of them that are broken that you now got to fix instead of just kind of maintaining the one or the two or the three, you know, your basher, your crawler, eraser however you do it um but when you're getting up into these like 10 bashers and <laughs> all these different amounts it doesn't necessarily make it more fun it almost it it honestly to me feels like and everybody you know feels different about things and procrastinate in different ways and have different idiosyncrasies about them but i've definitely felt myself not feeling like ready to just go like i used to be and um uh, you know, overwhelmed by the thought of like, oh my gosh, the charging stuff now, everything's grown so much, I can't just keep it where it was, which was so simple and easy to get to and work on, but now I've got all this like overly done contraptions of everything to to even do it now it takes more time and effort and thought into it. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's why I go through phases where I don't want to run cars where I have to run more than one battery in them there's just like this whole extra little step of, you know, getting it ready with the multiple batteries and, and all that versus just having one and grabbing it and going. So I just, I mean, I just want to encourage you guys to enjoy what you've got. It doesn't mean that something new is going to 
come out that you really want. It doesn't mean you shouldn't necessarily get it, but just think about it. Like that's what I've been doing with this sledge now. And it's like, if I do want to get it, what should I get rid of in order to, to make room for it? Because just continuing to add to this collection is getting gnarly. <laughs> like I don't even have room for it all anymore. I just keep adding shelves and I don't have any room to put any more shelves up. I just had some guys uh, here locally come over and stop by. They could attest to that. I'm like running out of room and I got big spaces. <laughs> I'll have to like start dividing the room up, but it's, it's also taken away from other stuff I could do. Like I have a, a picnic table, not a picnic table. Oh my gosh. Picnic table. Knock my head on that mic for that one. I have a ping pong table up here that could be wicked fun to play with the kids, but because I've eaten up so much room up here, it's it's like my space and there's not enough room for the other stuff. So I don't know. I'm not complaining about it because it is still it's still fun and I have I'm very blessed by what I have overly over the top to the point where I'm like feeling bad about it and needing to do something about it. And so <clears throat> I don't even know where to go with this. I'm going to wrap this whole thought up. Enjoy what you've got. If something is new and it's it's feeling like you know it's too much or it's whatever, then then go with that thought and and think about it and wait. Don't feel rushed, rushed or pressured and whatever because it's brand new and you want to be the first. It, you know, if you've got reservations, just go with that and then see what happens. And that's what I'm going to start doing now from now on. Um, <clears throat> other things going on here. We have been getting some parts in, um, and that's partly to help supplement some of the, the income lost from uh, the the work I've been missing. And honestly, YouTube, my numbers have gone up as far as subscribers, but um, that doesn't necessarily equate into the way that the algorithms work and the, uh, the money that I make there. And so it's actually down um, some. And so I'm just trying to find ways to, to be smart and to help, you know, make sure I can take care of my family and all that. And so we are starting to, to do a few parts. I don't want to become a, a big store or anything like that. I want to have a few parts that I think are cool. Um, and I think that you guys think will, will think are cool. And it's mainly, I'm going to stay with the STX 24 thing and not go too, too huge into things. Maybe some LMT stuff. I don't know. Um, cause those are like my two, two things like the SCX 24s right now. I'm really big into for monster trucks, but also crawling. And the LMT is still like one of my favorite, um, ready to run trucks. That's very easily attainable by people, um, by just going to a store. In fact, they just had crazy good sales on them and I was so tempted to buy another, but again, it was one of those situations where like, you've got them, you don't need more, <laughs> you're good. And uh, there's that want and that desire, but I, I finally am at that point where I feel like I'm starting to, to be able to push it back and say, no, it's not needed. And I'm hoping to do that more and more often. So um, moving forward, I'm going to, like I said, have some of those parts. I'm still looking at other ones, but we have brass diff covers. We're going to have brass knuckles, which we're going to keep those two because I think those are great upgrades. Um. And then for the SCX24, and then we have motors for the monster trucks. I have the Surpass motors, 7,500, 9,500 KV motors. So we'd have some stateside that people could order and get relatively quickly within three to five days um, versus having to wait for them to, to, to ship from China and all that, which I had to do. So I ordered a bunch of them to have here, and uh, I've been selling through them, and probably will have to be looking at getting another order in soon. 
and uh, then stickers, and then I've been doing the crush cars and some of that vacuum forming things uh, for people that want to have crush cars for the mini monster trucks. And we'll be working on probably some other design stuff that we'll be doing with it. But anyway, guys, um, it's been about 30 minutes. I'm hoping my batteries are charged. Uh, I'm going to on my website, which has the part, the, the parts and all that ccxrc.com. There's a button that says shop, but, uh, we're also going to be doing a few giveaways there. Uh, I, since I hit 50,000 subscribers, I do want to do a giveaway, um, something, you know, somewhat substantial, to say thank you to you guys. Also going to be doing uh, some smaller ones. Like FureTech sent me two of the Gladiator chassis. Um, one of them in aluminum and one of them in carbon fiber, which is, I think, the nicer one. I'm going to do the video for myself and keep the aluminum one because I think the color match is kind of cool and it will be something to show in video. But I will be giving away the other one. And I also, with all the move and everything, and... Uh, some just behind the scenes stuff when it happened, but the, uh, the 30 K bash, I never actually found a way to do a, uh, giveaway for my bent Arma Typhon chassis to that signed. Uh, and I drew my logo, my skull wrench logo on here with the 30 K bash, just all kind of paint marked on here. as just a little memento giveaway. It's nothing big, guys. Uh, it's just for people that like the channel. I would love to have just this little memento to put somewhere in their garage, screwed on the wall, whatever. Um, I just had it hanging from a here on my uh, pegboard. But, um, yeah, if, if, some, if you guys are interested in it, I know it's not going to get the same interest as some of the other giveaway stuff. But I'm going to kind of use this as like a test run-through of the um the bigger 50k giveaway and uh we'll also be doing the scythe giveaway through the the website as well well we'll see the scythe one might go through the video and telling people to just comment and be a youtube style giveaway um but these these 50k and 30k i'm going to do through my website because i think it'll be cleaner and easier to make sure that um I, I don't have multiple comment stuff getting pulled up through. I'm going to actually go through the and have it print me a log and, and have it all numbered that way. And that way I can cross out any duplicate entries of by name. Cause it'll be alphabetical. So uh, I can get into like an Excel sheet that way. So it's just easier for me to do it that way for that one. For some of the smaller ones, we won't worry as much, but I'm going to try to do a test for the 30 K bash, uh, Typhon bent chassis which was one of the videos I did. When I hit 30,000 subscribers, we tried to jump the fence in my yard. Nothing had really ever tried for it. I was getting close where people kept commenting that I'm almost about to jump the fence. And so we went for it for a 30,000 subscriber bash. Uh, so I have that. It's going to be given away. And I think, I think that about really wraps it up, you guys. So, um, yeah, keep... Keep RCing, guys. Keep the hobby fun. Um, don't don't overdo it. You know, stay within your limits, and you're going to have a blast with it. There's so much to enjoy from being out in the outdoor weather and just walking trails and crawling to bashing and getting an adrenaline rush, wondering if you're going to break something or not. But uh, have fun RCing, and we'll catch you next time.